Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Praise the Lord. Now we come to the book of Revelation chapter 19. Now from here forward, God is going to tell us how the, the saints are going to be rewarded. From chapter 19 to the last book for the, to the last chapter of the book of uh, Revelation is now talking about the the kingdom of God, the saints, what God is planned for the saints, and what God is building up for the saints, the new Jerusalem, the new heaven, and the new earth, and what we become of this planet earth, and how God is going to judge the world in the form of uh, the uh, the devil, Satan himself, will be judged in chapter twenty, and so on. So God told us from chapter book of Revelation chapter 1, 2, and 3 a letter to his church giving them promises that there will be some trials there will be some persecutions but be it and this is the promise for those who will overcome and from chapter 4 God started telling us in the book of Revelation chapter 4 up through to what we have read so far how God is going to close up these this kingdoms of the world that were given to mankind to reign for 6,000 years and to rule and to do whatever they want to do like the beasts, the Bible call them the beast kingdoms. They are all symbolized with animal kingdoms because human beings were behaving like animals in wars, in destruction, in all those wickedness and in all those ungodliness. The human beings were behaving like animals. The seed of Adam were behaving like animals. But out of the human beings that God created through Adam, God has redeemed mankind through the blood of Jesus Christ. And those that are celebrated the Lord Jesus Christ, that are those who are redeemed will be the saints of the Most High God that will form a new kingdom, a spiritual kingdom, that will be given this planet after God has wiped up this physical mankind out of this planet. God will give this planet up to those that were redeemed. If they were dead, they will be resurrected. And those who are alive will be taken, separate, separated from the earth for God to clean up the earth and then give it back to them, to the saints of the Most High. This was prophesied in the book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel chapter 7, you see that he said, the people of the saints of the Most High shall take over the kingdom of this world and rule forever and ever. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah! Now remember he said he heard in heaven, because there are some believers that don't believe that any saints is going to heaven. They think that it is only on this earth that they will be all the time there will be world war. Some people do not believe that there will be rapture. But we believe there will be rapture where some the saints that are alive will be taken out of this planet so that God can deal with men on this planet. And then the saints that went up into, into the sky to, to meet the Lord Jesus Christ, to meet the Lord Jesus Christ, will come down with him to reign on this planet earth. And that is what we believe. And that will take place because Apostle Paul alluded to that in the book of Second Thessalonians and the First Thessalonians chapter 4. And let's go ahead. He said that the, the, in heaven there was much people who were singing hallelujah. They were in heaven. They were singing hallelujah. So which means they must have been gone to heaven. Now if you think those are just the dead people that are the saints, that are the spirits of those people that have died. No, think again. He said I heard the great voice of much people in heaven saying hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments. For he has judged the great war which did corrupt the earth with our fornication. Remember, you, they are still divided to Revelation chapter 14, chapter 17, and chapter 18, where the awe, the great Babylon was called the awe. 
that polluted their fornication. And he has avenged the blood of his servants at our hand. You see, the blood of the servants of God were avenged because that city was noted for killing and persecuting the Christians and the apostles were killed in the city of Rome. Now let's read verse 3. Again they said, Hallelujah, and our smoke rose up forever and ever. I mean, the blast will make the smoke of that city to rise forever and ever, they say. Now let's read on verse 4. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. Now verse 5. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all ye servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunderings, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Now let's stop right there and talk about this marriage of the Lamb. The Lamb of God we know is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he also said it was the same person that was on the throne. When we read the book of Revelation chapter 5 and chapter 4, we mentioned that the Lamb of God was actually the Lord God manifested on earth as human being when he came as the Lord Jesus Christ. As a Lamb that was sacrificed for mankind and he shed his blood for us now the lamb is going to get married what does that really mean it's talking about the the city that god will inhabit is described as the city of god and he's going to give it to us in the next chapter before i go to before i tell you in my own in my own mouth but when god said he's marrying a city because this babylon was also representing represented as a woman meaning a city now the lamb is also going to marry a, a, a wife and the wife is going to be described as a city also but you see a city is, God is not talking about just the buildings and the poles of the, or the roads and the streets of a city God is talking of the dwellers of the city that will be worshipping him so the lamb being married to a city is actually talking of the city of God where the saints will be living and the saints plus the city where the saints live will be the bride of that lamb and that city we will see in chapter 20 and chapter 21 chapter 21 and chapter 22 okay so but when we are talking about god marrying a city god is not marrying pillars and poles and buildings he's marrying the people that will live in that city and the people that will live in the city that will be the worshippers of god that's what god is talking about when he talk about marriage of the lamb the people that will be living in that city of god will be worshiping the lamb of god he is their god and they will worship in him and worship is just like we say you worship only living god and as we said this city will not be a fornicating city that are worshiping something else they are the saints of god that only worship the lamb of god now let's read further here and he said let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and say his wife has made herself ready now i say the wife is not the buildings and the posts of his city by the saints of God that are the dwellers of the city that is the wife the dwellers of the city and he said they were arrayed in fine linen and he said the fine linen means what it means the righteousness of the saints means holiness 
is what is our clothing. Righteousness is what is the clothing of the saints of God. And that is what they mean by finding it. And that's why the Bible said, you are blessed when you keep your garment white and you do, do not see your shame. That is, don't let, your, don't let any sin come your way. Because that is what is your righteousness. That is what is your clothing. The fine linen that is your clothing is the righteousness of the saints. You must be righteous. And our righteousness is of the Lord because he has made us righteous by his blood. Now verse 9. And he says unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true saints of God. I mean, you are blessed if you are called or invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Have I'm saying, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking you now, are you going to be one of them to be in that city of God? To be one of them that will be a bride of Christ? Are you acceptable before God? Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Is the Lord Jesus Christ living in your heart? And as He washed you with His precious blood, and have you dedicated your life and sanctified your life unto Him, setting yourself apart unto His righteousness and unto His holiness? That is your calling as a believer, my friend. And you are to live according to that vocation by which you are called. Live a holy life, separate yourself from sin, calling upon the Lord Jesus Christ alone and worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ alone. And that is your calling, my friend. And search the Bible to see what is acceptable before God. That's what the Lord commands everyone. I say you are blessed if you are one of them that will be called to, into this marriage supper of the Lamb. Verse 10. Apostle John now said, I fell at the feet of this angel, and I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See, thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren, that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, God decided this one there, it was inside so that we can know who was this angel that was revealing this thing to Apostle John. The angel said he was a fellow servant, like a Christian that have passed on and God is using them as angels. That is all the clear apostle Peter even mentioning that we have not followed cunningly the vice people. When we say the Lord Jesus Christ is the Lord of all, he believed Apostle Peter knew that after he died, he's not going to just be rotting in the grave, that he was going to be serving the Lord Jesus Christ even in the in the heavenlies. And that's what we are saying here. That is the saints of God that have passed on, Christ could have resurrected some of them. Or oh, some of them in paradise were being used, their spirits are being used to do all these things that is being mentioned here. Even Apostle John was being shown this vision by an angel that said he was one of the of your brethren, one of the brethren that believed the gospel. It was not an angel, spirit angel like we think of, that have wings like we talk about, but this is one of the saints of God that has passed on by God using them as angels to show these things to Apostle John. That's what he's referring to here when he says, I am one of you. Worship God. Verse 11. And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire. On his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Now, who is this that is being described? The Lord Jesus Christ. He manifested in so many colors, in different array, different regalia, because he is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He said he has many crowns. You see, the crown of righteousness, he has it. The crown of holiness, he has it. That's what I mean by many crowns. Is the crown of who is the overcomer, he has it. 
is the first of the of all things. He is the first begotten of the Father. That's what he's symbolizing. He is to have the preeminence in all things. There will be no crown that he does not have the one that is that is the one that has won. You can see in athletics, this is the champion. You can see in uh, academics, this is the champion. That's what they mean by crowns. You can see in boxing, this is the champion. If you can say, well, what about in uh, horse racing? This will be the champion. That's what he mean by to be preeminent in all things. So he has many crowns. So that is what this is symbolizing, that the Lord, the Lamb of God, is the Word of God that overcome in every sphere of life. You overcome everything. And we read verse 14. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. That shows that these armies in heaven are saints of God, and being clothed in white linen means that they are righteous, they are saints, they are holy people. We are not talking of the angelic beings of of God in heaven. These are saints of God that are in the army of God here. And he went further. He said, and out of his mouth, out of the mouth of the one that sat on the throne, out of the mouth of the of the of the of the Lord of the Lamb, went a sharp sword. With that, with it, it should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treaded the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. In short, what that is telling us is that the Lamb of God that is sitting on the horse right now, we are, who is the champion, is the captain of the host, is the captain of the army of God. The army of God following him are the saints of God that have overcome. And they are coming to judge the earth, to wage war upon the dwellers on the earth. This is the prelude of the war that is coming from heaven to wage war upon the dwellers of earth that have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And he said here, he said, He shall rule them with the rod of iron. You see that in Revelation chapter 12, that the man shall was caught up unto the throne of God, and this man shall was to rule the nations with the rod of iron. Simply means, they are going to dominate the earth and there will be no changing of government when the Lord Jesus Christ is reigning. It's not like, it's not democracy. God is not going to rule this world by democracy. It's not going to rule this world by any parliamentary thing, it's not going to be a change of government, it's theocracy it's the dictatorship by love, and all must obey him, and it's going to appoint saints to rule on all the countries and kingdoms of the earth that are accepted, there will be some countries that will be wiped out that their names will never more be mentioned on this earth, but there will be other countries that their names will remain and saints of God will be appointed to be ruling those countries and no change of government either it's not by parliamentary, it's not by election. It's going to be by God's choice that He has elected those who are going to rule in those countries and they will rule for those 1,000 years on the first test. And let's go on. It went further, He said, verse 16, And He has on His vesture and on His thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. See, I said this chapter is describing exactly all that God has planned for the saints. So this is where the Lord Jesus Christ is coming to reign on earth. Verse 17 says, And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, and saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings, and the flesh of captains, and the flesh of mighty men, and the flesh of horses, and the flesh of all men, and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men both free and born both small and great and i saw the beast now this is where the war is going to take place that the bible said they will gather around jerusalem for battle god said it in the book of 
Zechariah chapter 14 that I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle and they will have taken the city half of the city will have been taken said that then God will go forth and fight against those nations and that is what is beginning to set up itself right now because the Bible said the angel called for the fowls of heaven to come and eat the flesh of all those that are going to be the soldiers that will come for war will be destroyed in this world as we are talking about and their flesh will be fed to all the birds of the air and verse 19 said I saw the beast which is the antichrist that we said will reign will rule the world the last world war or the last world empire that will be reigned upon the when Christ shall destroy them all will be reigned by reigned over by this antichrist beast from the bottomless pit that possesses a man who is ruling the world and this is what is going to happen say this beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gather together to make war against him that sat on the throne and against his army now you wonder and say are they going to gather themselves for war are they going to see the lord jesus christ on in the sky and they are going to be bold enough to gather together fighting him well it sounds like that's what's going to happen here but it will not really be that physical of course the demons the evil spirits that are working with this satanic prince called the beast and antichrist may see the lord in the sky in the spirit world but the physical men that will be gathered like soldiers on earth may and will not see this lord jesus christ in the sky until he come like a flash of lightning to destroy them all however they will be gathered against jerusalem to battle is what the bible said in the book of zechariah chapter 14 he said i will gather all nations against jerusalem to battle and when they gather they may be fighting against jerusalem against the jews or against one another like the east and west clash in a world war and things like that may be what is taking place in their physical world but in the spiritual world the demons are gathering thinking they are fighting the god of heaven that's coming down the god is going to judge both the physical world and the spiritual world together all those demons will suddenly be arrested and locked up and i will show to you in the book in the bible what will happen to those evil spirits called the kings of the earth that are spirits god said he will be locked up in the pit isaiah chapter 24 let me read it quickly to you so that you may see that when what we are saying is all in the bible god is revealing some of these things in the bible before by the prophets how god will judge the earth and in the book of revelation how he's going to take the physical world over and the spiritual world those are all the things that we, the prophets have written and we are just pointing them out to you in Isaiah chapter 24 we see here how god said he was going to take all those kings of the earth and i say those are going to be spirits now because of what he said he's going to do to them so they are going to be locked up in a pit that is why i said these are talking about the spirits because i say these principalities and powers of, of satan are the kings that are really ruling the world and not the physical men and that's why god said he was going to arrest all of them all look at isaiah chapter 24 from verse 21 and i read and it shall come to pass in that day that the lord shall punish the host of the high ones that are on high and the kings of the earth upon the earth and shall and they shall be gathered together as prisoners are gathered in the pit and shall be shut up in the prison and after many days shall they be visited now think about that god said they will be gathered in the prison the kings of the earth god was talking about spirits satanic spirits that are ruling the world they will be gathered and locked up in the pit 
you can now see why the Bible said the Lord Jesus Christ has the keys of death and of hell because those spirits will be locked up in hell and they will not be allowed out God said after many days they will be visited I mean God will let them out for a season again you see that in the, you see that in the book of Revelation chapter 20 when the Bible said even Satan himself will be locked up in the bottomless pit for the 1000 years then after a while he will be let loose for a season again to test all those dwellers of the earth that have been allowed to populate the earth again but before we go to that that will be in chapter 20 let's continue in this chapter 19 and see what more the Bible was talking about said the beast gathered the world together against the king of kings to fight him and you see that they are going to do that and then the Bible said verse 20 Revelation chapter, 20, chapter 19 chapter 19 verse 20 and the beast that is the antichrist both the spirit that is inside the man that was called the antichrist will be taken together the beast was taken and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and them that worshipped his image these both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone now God was talking about this beast and this false prophet as if they are single human beings and they will be cast alive into a lake of fire now you wonder if we say the beast was actually representing nations or kingdoms like the European Empire but there will be somebody that is ruling over that European Empire that will be like the king that will be possessed by the satanic spirit that is coming out of the bottomless pit uh, at the end of the world there will be a demon satanic possessed person ruling the world you can look at all this think of Adolf Hitler the way he was bringing Germany into the world war looked like he was demon possessed like a madman now that is the type of thing you are going to see at the end of the world there will be somebody that is on top like their king and that person is ruling like he has been possessed by a spirit and that is what God is talking about but that spirit will be locked up inside that man and both the satanic spirit and that man will be cast into a lake of fire that's what God is saying right here but you say but that is the ruler of that kingdom called the, the European kingdom that we have described in chapter 13 the same way you say the false prophet that was described here also was represented in chapter 13 also as two with two horns as being the North, and North America the two major powers in North America kingdom yes and you may say well what will that mean that the false prophet is cast into the fire also there will be a ruler there will be there will be a king that is almost like the same thing possessed and doing all those things leading the, the nation to do all those things and that also will be arrested both the spirit will be arrested just like the physical person that is possessed by the spirit will be arrested and the bible can also be pointed to us that is we are going to look at it in both ways it can be spirit and physical person being cast into lake of fire or the land itself being cast into lake of fire because God can cast a land into fire if there is a nuclear blast in that place it will be like they are cast into fire also and let's read on he said and the remnant was slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse which sword proceeded out of his mouth and all the fowls were fair were filled with their flesh now you got to talk about that all the soldiers that gathered together in that war will be slain and their dead bodies will be eaten by fowls now he also said that this antichrist beast and the false prophet will be cast into the lake of fire like I said that 
who will be representing these two leaders of those nations be arrested and taken and cast into a lake of fire physically because he said he'll be casted alive means that like a woman being casted physically into a lake of fire now people have wondered where is this lake of fire what does it mean by lake of fire where would that lake of fire be now without putting any any uh, what you call dogma on this thing i'm just going to make you to wonder science has been telling us right now that even the sun that we have here in our solar system that is shining light to us is like a liquid fire a lake of fire the sun that we see every morning is like a lake of fire could such a planet sun and the sun is like a planet like we are on earth right now like a, on the planet earth the sun is like a planet like that that is shining light and it's just all fire a burning fire inferno of fire and look like a nuclear fire the sun that is shining light to us is millions of miles away and yet we are feeling the heat almost like too close to us and it's like a lake of fire something like that could be used as a lake of fire will anybody be cast into that and will not be burned instantly or destroyed completely if god wanted them to stay like that that they will not be combusted but they will be suffering it can make it happen like that that's what it means by they are casted alive into a lake of fire that is the god can make their body immortal that they will not perish but they will just be suffering because that is what will happen to satan he will be in the lake of fire but he will not be completely destroyed and alienated by just suffering there for as long as god wanted it to be you better fear god you say where is that lake of fire you can see it like this the sun is what is what a lake of fire the sun is a lake of fire in itself if god used the sun and you have to remember that the bible said we are not going to need the sun anymore in this in chapter 20 and 21 you see that we don't need the, the light of the sun anymore because god is going to give light to this new heaven and new earth that is going to create so we don't need the sun but what will happen to the planet sun god could have turned into a lake of fire that this light will no more need to come out but this heat will still be there and this fire will still be there but not shining light because what is light what is fire they are radiations they are rays the light you see every day is a radiation and is a ray that is a visible length visible wavelength if they got disposed of those visible wavelengths you will not see the sun anymore but the fire will still be there and will still be heating and still be burning and god can throw things into those leaks and bible and some of the scientists have even been able to say some stars in the galaxies in the universe are like that sun that have burnt out and they become like a liquid lake of fire not shining light but they are still heated inside god has things that you don't know of in the universe we just want you to fear god because our god we are dealing with something bigger than us here human beings are dealing with something bigger than any of any of us bigger than the world that we are standing in bigger than the universe that we are even living on in you want to fear this god because he is the almighty god but he loves you he came like a human being and born like a babe and died for you on the cross and he's coming back and he wanted to live among god's men bible said the tabernacle of god will be among men he is going to live inside a human body inside the body of the lord jesus christ and dwell among us that is the plan of god that he loved mankind he has created in the physical world that he wanted to live in the physical world with us and we are going to have a new body not this physical body that gets disease he's going to give us a new body but we are going to be in this physical universe that is the plan of god and we will have the power like the lord jesus christ to be able to appear in the physical universe and appear in the invisible universe like he can appear and disappear right now that is the plan of god and it's inviting you to come and share this eternal glory with him won't you accept him as your lord and savior today i invite you to come 
Father, I pray for those that are listening. May they come and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And if they are come, may they begin to aspire to that goal of the overcomers to please God always and to surrender to the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Write to us that we shall send you some more exhortation that will bless your heart. Write to Evangelist Julius Adewumi, Gospel Distribution Ministry, on the internet. Our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org. God bless you.